Here we go. Welcome back to the Yes Functional Longevity Podcast, where we give you insight on how to get fit, feel younger, and live better. Hi, I'm Chris Borda, best-selling author and owner of Yes Fitness, and I want to thank you for taking time from your busy day to hear what I have to say. I never take it for granted, so I'm always trying to make sure I'm giving you some kind of important information, and I think I have some important information for you today on how you can live a longer, healthier, happier life, how to increase some years to your health span. And um, before we get started, I would like to go through a little bit of housekeeping. So real quick, on Christmas Eve, we are open Christmas Eve, 6 a.m. From 6 a.m. to 7 a.m., we're doing our private training. We are not running our 6 a.m. class. We are running our Amazing Race from 6 to 7.30. And from 7.30 to noon, we'll do some more private training, and we'll be running our 9.30 class, just like we normally do. We are closed on Christmas Day. We'll be back open Monday morning for our regular scheduled sessions. On New Year's Eve, we'll be closed at noon. So we're running everything like we normally do on New Year's Eve, nothing special. And we will be closed New Year's Day. So if you have any questions about that, let me know. If you're looking to get into the Amazing Race, contact us. We are accepting people up to December 17th. That gives me a week to plan and get everything set up for that event. So let's get started today. So what we're going to do today is... I'm going to play lawyer. I had to do some jury duty recently, and it was interesting how the lawyer presents the case, how he gives you how what he believes is the information necessary for you to make the decision that he wants you to make. So I am going to do that same thing today. I'm going to give you information why I think you should make the decision that I think you should make. And... I don't know why I put that down. I don't know what to do with it. So, I guess I'm not going to have any fun. But anyway, so, what we're going to do today is I'm going to make a case for why strength training is the number one thing you need to do to improve your health span. More important than nutrition, for sure. I believe it's more important than stress reduction. I believe it's more important than recovery, getting enough sleep. To me, strength training is what's really going to set your body up for not just living longer, but to be able to be active, to do the things that you want to do, to enjoy life, put life into those extra years. So let's get a couple things out of the way right at the beginning here. Just so we understand, we're going to give you some baseline information so you can understand why I'm going to give you the information I'm giving you. As we get older, we begin to lose muscle mass. Somewhere around age 30, okay, we start to lose muscle mass. Half a pound a year, approximately 1% every year. And it might not sound like a lot, but approximately 1% every year. And then when we hit age 50, that kind of accelerates. But let's just leave it at 1% to leave a nice easy number to think that that's happening. But what's more important than the actual loss of the muscle mass is the decline in muscular strength. So as we lose our muscle mass, we lose strength. And we lose strength at a rate three times greater. Three times greater. So that's super fast. And the consequences of this decline in muscular strength are very significant. It's, they're very significant in how we live our lives. With the lower muscular strength, 
it is associated with an increased risk of dementia, needing of care of others taking care of us, and mortality. Those are the only three things that we're going to focus on right now because there's more things than that. But we only have a few minutes here. I don't want to take up too much of your time today because it is the holiday season and you're busy. And I appreciate you taking the time. So I want to get this information out to you so you can get back to what you were doing. But so we're just going to take a look at dementia, care, and mortality. And to understand that we don't need to accept this decline as our fate. It doesn't have to happen. We can do something about it. You can do something about this muscle loss and the loss of strength. And not only can we kind of prevent it, but we can reverse or at least slow the age-related decline of our bodies. We should show it, and we're going to show you some of that. We'll talk about that a little bit today. So the first study we're going to take a look at, they've been taking a look at this for a long time now, all the way back in 1990. The research was published in JAMA on June 30th, 1990. And what the researchers did, they took nine adults, only nine adults, but they were ages from nine, 90 to 99 years old. So nine people from 90 to 99 years old living in a nursing home. And they put together a strength training program specifically to treat the loss of muscle mass and strength and the functional consequences of the disability of losing that muscular strength. And after just eight weeks, just eight weeks, these older adults from 90 to 99 years old saw an average strength gain of 174%. So in just eight weeks, I'm going to say that again, just eight weeks, they lost an average of, a, they gained an average of 174% in strength. With two individuals out of those nine, no longer needing a cane to walk. So their function just got better, right? And in addition, one out of three individuals who could not stand up from a chair were able to now stand up from a chair independently. Now, I know you say to yourself, wow, what the heck here? I am not 90 to 99 years old. What do I need to worry about that and this and that? You need to start now. You need to start making deposits in your longevity bank, just like you do with money. Make those deposits. So if you're stronger going into your 90s you're not going to have to worry about it as much you're going to be functional all the way up into those 90s right so just think about that the results of that study in just eight weeks people in their 90s got results so we're going to take a look at another study from jamda okay in january of 2012 2012 pardon me and this dealt with high-intensity progressive resistance training. Now, when you get a little bit older, high-intensity can be scary, but you got to think about it being high-intensity for your level, okay? Because high-intensity is different for everyone. So that's why it's so important to have someone designing your program for you. And it needs to be a pro progressive resistance training thing. So that means you're just going to go, not just going to go and get on the same machine and do the same weight and do the same thing over and over and over again. It needs to be progressive resistance training. And with that, you could reduce the risk of mortality by 81%. Reduce the risk of mortality by 81%. That's a huge number. And the risk of going into a nursing home by 84%. 
So this little bit of training, when done correctly, is going to reduce your risk of going into a nursing home by 84%. Now, I don't know anyone who's looking forward to going into a nursing home or wants to go into a nursing home unless they're really in a situation where they physically have to go into a nursing home. Not something I'm going to be looking forward to, I don't think. Currently, the only way to do this, take, take this medicine, because this is medicine, exercise is medicine, by lifting weights or pushing against resistance. It's the only way, okay? And we've got another study that was done in Britain. It was published in the American Journal of Epidemiology. And it showed an association between adults who participated in two days a week of strength training had a 20% reduction in mortality from all causes of death and a 43% reduction in cancer mortality. So this is just two days a week. Two days a week. Two days a week is going to help you live longer and it can help you reduce your risk for cancer mortality. I mean, what more can you ask for, right? So but let's double down on this a little bit here with a study published in JAHA, the Journal of American Heart Association. We did it with women and reporting up, and what happened was women reporting up to 145 minutes of strength training, they had a 19 to 27% reduced risk of mortality from any cause. Again, reduced risk of mortality from any cause. We need to do strength training twice a week, okay? So there we have three studies that show how impactful resistance training can be to reduce the risk of mortality along with helping us move better to keep us out of those nursing homes. And if we were at a point where we were in a nursing home, we will be able to move better when we get in there. I mean, I, I know I'm not looking forward to having to sit in a chair or wheel around all day. I don't think anybody is. But with two weeks, pardon me, two days of a well-designed progressive retristin training program, high intensity, again, it's specific to that person, you can reduce the risk of all those things. Resistance training is the only type of exercise that can address the age-associated decline in muscle mass and strength training. There's no, no other way you can do it. You can't hook yourself up to a machine. You can't take pills. You have to do strength training to reduce the decline of muscle mass and strength. Now, the researchers of Sydney, okay, have shown that we can use this type of exercise to improve cognitive function in adults who have subjective complaints about the memory. So not just, we're going to work toward about the mind now. What's important here is that there's a direct relationship between strength gains and improvement in cognition. The key is the correct programming. To get the full benefits of cognitive improvement, your program needs to have a focus on maximizing strength gains to maximize the benefits. I can't, again, programming is so important. We talked a minute ago about how it needs to be high-intensity progressive resistance training, and you need to know how to program that correctly to get the benefits of cognitive, okay, to improve cognition, we have to make sure that we're focusing on maximum strength gains to maximize your benefit. You're not going to have maximum strength gains. Most people are not going to have maximum strength gains by doing bicep curls 
with five pound dumbbells. It's not gonna happen. Probably if you're, even if you're in your 90s, five pound dumbbells is appropriate. I have a woman here who's in her 90s that train trains. We don't use five pound dumbbells for anything. We use heavier than that. But it, you need to know what you're doing. You need to have correct programming. Maybe even taking resistance training to hospitals and use them with adults and adults with kidney failure, undergoing hemodialysis, where it's shown to reduce inflammation and improve muscular strength and body composition. Okay. The research around researchers around the world have also used strength training to increase bone density, um, bone, bone density strength and postmenopausal women. It helps with blood sugar levels in adults with type two diabetes, as well as to counteract the catabolic side effects of androgen deprivation therapy for men with prostate cancer. I mean, strength training is used for so much stuff, not to mention its benefits for sleep, depression, recovery from a heart attack. Strength training is such a key. Honestly, I believe it is more important than cardiovascular training. You tell me you're gonna go out for a walk. A walk is not going to make you stronger. And is it gonna strengthen your heart? Yeah, it's gonna strengthen your heart if you get your heart rate up a little bit, right? But walking uphill is not going to strengthen you. It's not going to make you stronger. It's not going to give you the kind of strength that we're looking for here to be able to improve health span. I'm not telling you not to walk. I'm just telling you for years and years and years and years, we thought all we need to do is walk, get on a treadmill, get outside and walk, go on the elliptical and stuff like that. That is not the key. If you do strength training correctly, you're going to get out of breath and you're going to improve your aerobic capacity. You're going to improve the strength of your heart. It's more important than cardiovascular training. And one of the keys to all these randomized controlled studies that I just discussed, okay, is that not only were exercises performed at least two days a week, they were fully supervised. Okay, you're not just doing it on your own. They were supervised. They used machines and free weights, and they were done at high intensity, individual to that person, high intensity, which is commonly said at about 80% of an individual's peak strength. So. It's about where it's at. So with that in mind, I just want to take a quick look at the American College of Sports Medicine's, their guidelines. And they kind of were the ones who set out the guidelines for exercise, how much exercise we should do, how long we should do it for, how, long, how hard we should do it, how much recovery we should have, all the guidelines for exercise. And ACSM advises that everyone, including all adults, should do at least two days a week of progressive resistance training. And it should be performed at a level between Moderate, which is like a five to six on a scale of one to ten, to seven to eight, a little bit higher, harder intensity, seven to eight. And this should involve the, all, of, all the major muscle groups. We shouldn't be just focusing on our triceps or our biceps, okay? Actually, you want to focus on the major muscle groups. And I, and I think a, a key here is to understand that when you get to about age 50, you don't need to do strength training more than twice a week. Often I have people come in the door and say to me, okay, I want to, you know, how often are we going to work out? Well, I'd like to come in and lift weights three days a week. You don't need to lift weights three days a week. And they kind of surprise when I tell them that. Because the third day, you're not getting as much out of it as you did when we were younger. You need to lift weights twice a week, okay, once we get a little bit older. And I think one area that ACSM misses on here is that we need to do some kind of power training. Power training, you've talked about it before, 
it's those muscle fibers, the explosive muscle fibers that we lose as we age, and they're so, so important with fall prevention. So there needs to be a focus on that, just not just resistance training, but some power training. So if you're looking to maximize the benefits from your time in the gym, if you're looking to make a positive change in your lifestyle, that there is a medicine you can take, and that medicine is resistance training. And not only will it add years to your life, but it will add life to your years. I am so um, such a believer on strength training that I wrote a book about it. And I don't know where I put it down. I can't seem to find it. But if you go to chrisporter.com, you can see a copy of that book. It's Get Stronger, Live Longer, The Expert's Guide to Strength Training for Longevity. You can pick up a copy right on that website. I'll put the address above, below, wherever it goes in the, the picture here these days. And um, it was the number one re new release on Amazon. And, I mean, that's how important I think strength training is to improving health span by adding years to your life and life to those years. Do those things that you want to do. It's about strength training. So just to real ca recap real quickly here for you. <coughs> Excuse me. I don't know what I did with my copy of the book. I was going to show you, but I put it down and walked away, and now it's gone anyway. Um, as you age, we're going to lose about 1% of muscle mass a year. And we're going to lose about 3% of our strength per year as we get older, right? And that loss of muscle mass is associated with an increased risk of dementia, uh, care, who's going to take care of us, and mortality. Those are the only three things we looked at today, okay? And there's just numerous studies, many more studies than what I talked about today, that training twice a week will reduce all-cause mortality by 20%. We just live longer by 20%. That's... It's a long time, right? Especially when you're getting up in the years. 20% means a lot to us. It might not mean as much to us when we're in our 20s or 30s. But when we get in our 50s, 60s, 70s, 20% seems like a lot. So strength training is for all adults. All adults. You, I'm, I'm sure there's a medical reason out there. I don't know what it is that you should not do strength training. But strength training should be done by everyone. If you want to live longer with a healthier quality of life. And just as a little side note here, because of the pandemic and it's still going on after all this time, hospitalized patients with moderate to severe COVID had lengths of stay correlated to their muscle mass and strength level. I bet you can guess this. More muscle and more strength equaled much shorter hospital stays. Much shorter hospital stays. So that's my case. That's me being a lawyer. That's my case for you today. Hopefully it was convincing enough for you to try to start a, start a strength training program. If you need some help with that, always get a hold of me. And uh, again, I appreciate you taking the time to hear what I have to say. I hope it was helpful for you. So we'll look for you again next Tuesday where we're going to give you more information on how to get fit, feel younger, and live better. Thanks for watching and have a great week.